0: Today, we're speaking with Donna Hover Ojeda. Hey, Donna, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank
1: you for the opportunity to be present.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about a topic that I'm quite passionate about. Donna is the co founder of Mighty. Underdogs Company, which provides small business education and entrepreneurial development tools. And so we're going to be talking really about the small business opportunity and need and uh, really all of the exciting things that Mighty Underdogs are providing. So Donna, before we get to talking about Mighty Underdogs, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career.
1: I'm happy to. I've been a product and development growth strategist for 35 years and started my my business consulting practice in 1987 and kind of separated. So I had a long ter- long-term plan, the 25-year plan and l- lived it out. So the, it awesome. broke it up into three phases. The first phase was working with uh, automotive manufacturing suppliers that are between 125 million to 500 million, trying to grow mm-hmm. them to a billion, yet staying private. Mm-hmm. So it's always been private companies, have fun with that, enjoyed it, and then decided I wanted something a little bit different. So I moved to the other end and went to uh, angel investing and spent another quarter of my career, third of my career in angel investing, working with start those that version of startups because mm-hmm. it is a version. Yeah. And then from that, I decided, well, it really wasn't for me because I like small businesses. I like people that actually want to do business, not just look at a great idea and try to look for a great idea. And I thought if that's the way we, somebody was doing my investing, I don't think I would like it so much because they're looking for that unicorn. I'm not really interested in the unicorn. I want all the businesses to grow. So then now I've spent the last part of my career working in the companies that have passed the startup stage and really trying to get to that million. They're their first million
0: and they're under 10 employees. Donna, I love it so much. I'm so excited to learn more about what you and my underdogs are doing. I can't tell you how painful it is when I'm in these kind of incubator sessions with these companies that's coming out of these incubators and they get these valuations, you know, these really high valuations (laughs) and they're so proud. You know, these founders are so proud and I look at them and I'm like, you're doomed like there's no way you're gonna justify that valuation and and you suddenly see it like you know the folks that put the money in they're basically betting on that unicorn and that's it. But how many great 30 million companies have we lost along the way? That's kind of the way I look at it. And so tell me a little bit more right. about what Mighty underdogs is up to.
1: So I created this. this is my fifth company and we decided to make it a nonprofit. Um, and what I'm doing is taking my the bigger companies that I'm related to and have as clients, they're willing to invest in the the smaller businesses. So, I have the big guys investing in helping support by providing scholarships to teach baby businesses how to run a business. Because yeah, most of those angel investing companies, like we talked the about unicorns, they're really they're really not taught how to run a business they're investing in a craft they're investing in idea they're investing in a technology they're investing in software a lot of a lot of areas they're investing but not really in the person to run the business
0: so tell me more about how those conversations and that kind of uh i'd say training and tutelage happens
1: um it's it's very difficult because uh the the companies that are in their third year are very, very busy
0: mm. and
1: stressed because they're really earning their own living. Yeah. And they have run out, they have no more startup money. They're really on their own. They've used up anything that's free. They've used up all the government resources. They've used up everything. And so they're really, really on their own and they're in our communities. They're everywhere on every corner. And so trying to reach them, to help them see that there are tools available for them. They don't have to go to a university and take you know, a 16 month course, or they don't have to you know, get in a cohort where it's every Saturday for the next eight months. Right. It's, it's kind of do it yourself, one page tool that I have about 400 of them that I've used over the last 35 years that the bigger companies, they don't have time for the big books either or the results that come from big consulting firms. They just want a one page simple, tell me what I need to do next and how do I do it? And so I give them a little recipe and I call it a scavenger hunt. Let's go on a scavenger hunt and look for these new ideas and new thoughts or look at your company in this way or talk to your vendors this way or talk to your customers this way. Actually, people will help you in your business. You don't have to own everything and you don't have to hire everybody. So I've always had the motto of how can we grow your company without spending any more money or without hiring any people?
0: The core needs are kind of timeless for sure, but I mean, you have started this operation in such a fluid moment that you started it really in the heart of the pandemic in early 2021. And I mean, I'm just curious to hear the companies that you've worked with, how that process and kind of mindset need of learning has shifted over time.
1: They're hungry. They're very yeah. hungry for what, what can I do? You know, after my kids go to bed and I have some time, you know, at midnight to learn on my own. So we put all our tools online so that they can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So we give them a one page tool, a little, a write-up instruction on how to use it mm-hmm. and then a little video on how to use it so you can they can see it again just like recipes you know i look at all recipes they give you the recipe they give you the reviews, the instruction how to do it and a little video a real quick video of how to do it and you're off to the races they get it they're smart yeah. bright people they know how to do this stuff they just don't know what to do
0: now i'm just curious i mean certainly what we're seeing a lot of companies do in the back half of this year is map out recessionary planning. How do you deal with inflation? How do you deal with all of these lovely issues that we suddenly find ourselves with? I'd be curious, kind of, what are uh, the small to medium-sized businesses thinking about during this time?
1: We're downsizing their ideas because you think of what new companies start, startups come with, I can do everything. I can do anything for anybody. Well, that's (laughs) not really true. You know, in your fourth and fifth year, let's really pare it down to the one thing that hedgehog that Jim Collins talks about, how do we, what is that hedgehog? What's the thing, the, the thing that you're really best at and can be the best at and you're passionate about and you make money on. And a lot of times we find that what we make our money on isn't really what our, what our passion is, but it (laughs) makes us money. And so we focus on how to make the money and tools around how to make the money, focus on that money and collaborate. Oh, nice. Because there's there's other people around you that want to grow their business too. And so how do we do it together? And if we can do it together, we can help each other out. Go back to some of the traditional bartering system. I'm not a, a big barterer, but it's a good place to, to exchange and make sure we have some cash in there too. So that there's some expected results at the end for all of us to increase our our profits, our margins. Actually,
0: so Donna, you gave me a, quite a startling statistic. Something like nine out of ten businesses don't make it after you know early stage or yeah, they tell don't. Me, get, tell me they what never that stat was. It. Yeah,
1: we we lose eighty percent in the first two years, and then we lose another ten percent as they don't make it to their fifth year. So wow. one out of ten make it to their fifth year and i thought there's got to be a better way because we spend billions of dollars looking for that one in 10 and what happens to all the rest of them they're they're great businesses or they could be great businesses if somebody just spent some time with them yeah you know and do they need to be billion dollar companies well, no yeah. Um, I do get other investors who say, "Well, you just like working with lifestyle companies." I'm thinking, "Well, gosh, you know, Cargill I know is a lifestyle company, and they're pretty big. So sure, I'll take those. <laughs> you know, I'm I have my PhD is in multi generational businesses. And so, how do you get them to be multi generational if you're just going to do spin and flip yeah. or build and sell? Yeah. That I think lifestyle businesses become our businesses of the future. And how do we do that? And how do we keep the generational money and ideas going?
0: Mm-hmm. I love it, Donna. It's so interesting what you're saying. I mean, I'm speaking to you today from Europe, from Spain, and you know, there's a lot of I'd say probably more family businesses here mm-hmm. than really kind of public businesses. And the contrast between the business landscape here and the U.S. is very, very clear. You're absolutely right. There's such a miss. So many great businesses that, yeah, they might not be billion-dollar businesses, but man, they're great companies, you know, and they definitely need to be supported. So the resources that you and the Mighty Underdogs team are providing are spectacular.
1: Speaking of your European companies, I mean, there's one that I'm just doing some research on now. It's a pharmaceutical company. It's owned by three families. Why don't we do that here? Mm. I mean, we just, it doesn't, and there it's multi-billion dollar company and it's spread over many families. We don't, we don't think that way. We think public, publicly held companies is the way to go. Yeah. When I'm all for the multi-generational family-owned businesses and let's make them all multi-billion dollar businesses. Think how great our communities would be.
0: Yeah, well, it definitely changes things for sure. I've been through that phase of working at private companies that went public and it certainly shifted the culture overnight. So no doubt about that. So, you know, as you look forward, Donna, into 2023, what gets you excited? What are you hopeful for?
1: I'm hopeful for uh, all these new businesses. We started, what, 5 million new businesses over the last two years. Mm -hmm. They're growing up. They should be turning their third and fourth year about now. And so if we can find a way, that's why Mighty Underdogs came about. If we can find a way to hang on to some of those and not just take the one out of 10. I mean, we'll have wonderful companies if we could just help them work through. And recessions, inflation, I mean, to me, those are all opportunities. If you do your strategic planning correctly and you think, really think about your business and play the game of business, mm-hmm. there's opportunities all over the place. It doesn't matter what the economic environment looks like. And, and we all know that there's money everywhere.
0: Wow, so- Donna, you are throwing out some great pieces of wisdom. You're spot on. It's so easy to get afraid when you see things in the media talking about the economy, et cetera. But the reality is there are tons of opportunities right now that are appearing. And certainly the great wealth that will be gathered will come from people who seize those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly maybe talking to Mighty Underdogs will help them as well. Donna, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. If someone wanted to learn more about the Mighty Underdogs Company, where should they go?
1: www.mightyunderdogs.club. We are a community of small businesses helping each other.
0: Excellent. Well, we've been speaking with Donna Hover Ojeda. She is the co-founder of Mighty Underdogs Company. It provides small business education and entrepreneurial development tools, tools for stage two businesses to grow their business, peer-to-peer roundtables, scaling their business. And the most important thing how to make money after just being a startup. I love it. Well, Donna, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today and we look forward to having you back.
1: Thank you so much, Ben.
0: Appreciate it.